kayfabe, but you want to do tonight. The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world and make Welcome to the Trusted Source. My name is Ashley. And I'm Trustly. And we are your host on this journey to enlightenment. The Trusted Source is about life lessons, uncommonly common knowledge, and the reality of the world today. Every episode, we delve into the six dimensions and navigate the myths and facts of life. Life lessons? Check. Reality of the world we live in today? Check. Uncommonly common knowledge? Wait, wait what? Anyway, kick it with us. We are masters of the arts, but we know some stuff. You didn't have to dumb down what I said. Common knowledge is not all that common. And throughout this, I may seem like a know-it-all, but I promise you I'm not. I'm learning every day, and I'm sharing it with you. And that's the point of the six dimensions, to learn every day. And I love that, but you are kind of a know-it-all. Whatever. Enjoy the episode, y'all. So I guess this is going to be the first episode I have recorded. The Trusted Source has recorded without Ash here because she's traveling. She was going to remotely record it, but having signal issues with her carrier. Yeah. You know, I just called them a carrier. Phone company, whatever. Anyway. It's all right. I'm not alone because if it was a solo episode, I don't think I would record it. I don't want to listen to myself talk. But quick little bio intro for the greatness that we have on our ep- on our podcast today. She is from Sumter, South Carolina. She is highly passionate. She is a highly passionate story creator and founder of Wasabi Transformations LLC. That is a mental health awareness clothing brand. She is certified in health and mental health first aid for adults and the youth, as well as QPR, which is question, persuade and refer and and suicide prevention. This is Vanessa Jennings. Welcome. Good to have you. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. A little scrambled. I'm missing my co-host, but you are more than capable than holding the extra load, I'm sure. I hope so. (laughs) She's like, I hope so. Don't be nervous. Just be ready. All right. So what we have is a quick interview. We're just going to ask you a few questions just to get to know you. Keep saying we like ashes here. This is very awkward for me. Anyway, so question number one, we're going to get right to it. As a mental health enthusiast, what are some of your primary focuses when working with and helping people? Um, well, I have three. Uh, my primary focus are anxiety, depression, and suicide, mostly because I have experienced some of those things and I see it is a re- relevant need in urban community as well as globally but uh, specifically urban community and it's not really talked about and I just wanted to build a platform that helped raise awareness um, surrounding those particular uh, mental health issues because it's a difference between mental health, mental health issue- issues and mental illnesses. Definitely. And we had a conver- candid conversations before this and we discussed the differences between mental 
it was three things you had spoke on i believe it was mental health mental issues and what was the third mental conditions mental conditions which is something that i said i wasn't really aware of at the time but it's something that actually makes sense could you explain that a little further well mental health is a part of all of us because it's our mind our mind is connected to our uh, body and soul so that's really what mental health is totally is it's a holistic aspect but most people only look at it as as one particular thing but um, without the mind we don't have anything because you know our mind drive our thoughts and and how we uh, react to everything as far as our behaviors Um, as far as mental health issues that's when someone may be clinically diagnosed with a mental disorder or however. I'm not a licensed professional, but I'm certified as a mental health first aid. Um, so I don't want to give out any like definite medical information because I'm not really aware of it, but I'm not licensed. But going back to it, mental health issues is something that may have become chronic with particular uh, disorders like anxiety, depression, and suicide, which are three prevalent things that are high across the world um, today. And then with mental health conditions, it may be where someone is experiencing symptoms of particular disorders, but they may not necessarily be diagnosed with that or anything. It's just like they're having experiences with it. And then with all that, just trying to find avenues of of how to cope with it. People do different things. It may not necessarily necessarily be always good, but some of the coping habits that individuals have, it can be poor sleep habits or, you know, isolating themselves from people and so forth. And, you know, um, a lot of times with that, in the urban community, I find that people tend to uh, keep things to the they express a lot of their emotions due to the stigma of how mental health is viewed and most people think mental health as a aspect as being crazy but it's not you know like i was saying earlier it's all about one particular thing like mental health it's a holistic thing because your mind relates to your physical body and then your soul as well mind body and soul yeah definitely i agree with that and a lot of the in, within the urban community there's a there's just certain stigmas that we have and i guess it's because we just didn't have access to uh better education better learning better living better better way of life and then we use that as an excuse to be a crutch for us and rename things as oh no they they're not having mental health issues they're just crazy they're just or they'll be all right they're going through a phase you know we normalize things that should that I guess mental health issues should be like, you know, normalized so that we can make them better, but not normalized to the point that we ignore them and push them to the side. When I was yeah, I believe it should be talked about more because, you know, not talking about it causes the trauma. Yeah. So um, most people probably think that trauma is like an outside experience, but trauma is more like an internal experience because we suppress those emotions inside if somebody may say something negative by the way it's going to trigger something in you yeah. you may not know what that trigger is and you just react differently to what um they may have said to you so 
right about that. A lot of things people don't know about their own trauma or what the word trauma even means. But yeah. Yep. Next question is resilient garments fashion with empathy. That's so dope. What were some of the inspirations behind your fashion line? Just going back to, uh, you know, me looking on social media and then my experiences and then people who I'm connected to, what they have gone through. You know, like I said, people don't disclose a lot of information about themselves, which is okay because everyone can't be trusted. So you got to be careful, sensitive information like that because people can have negative intent on with certain things, but just make sure that person is a trusted individual. But being resilient and just like with me, Wearing different clothes, like with bright colors and everything, that, that makes me feel good about myself. It gives, it changes my mood and how I look out on my daily um, routines in life. And just wearing those things, it helps like cultivate empathy that may not be given on a daily basis with certain people. You know, people don't really listen to understand, they listen to reply. Yeah. So, uh, with uh, with some transformations, I came up with that model of um, resilient garments fashion with empathy because I feel like it's not enough empathy given throughout the world, especially with racism, injustice, um, mm. anything along those lines that creates negative stereotypes. So that's what I mean by that. Okay, and I, I agree with that because it's like like you said when you wear bright colors and you wear things that make you feel comfortable things that you like that goes with the old saying look good feel good right Mm -hmm. any guy can relate to this girl as well you get your hair done get a haircut you just feel a little bit better like and then you put on get on some right clothes preferably resilient garments garments fashioned with empathy and you'll feel amazing and that does wonders for your emotions and your mental health which is the basis to what life should be. You should take care of your emotions and your mental health as well as the other dimensions. And the empathy part comes along with, like, how can I say it? Like, the no shame, no stigma. Uh, like, with the phrases that I put on certain uh, products. I think one that I recently created, because I, I recently rebranded, and um, one of them, I have two different collections. One of them is the advocacy operative area. Okay. And it's mostly based off of Harriet Tubman with her great tenacity and how she led others to feel freedom within themselves. Just being able to learn how to stand up for themselves and see a positive example back in that time. And it, that still is needed throughout in today's society society today so that's how i came along with that first of all no shame no stigma it's okay to you know go through things and not to be shameful of it because everybody's dealing with some type of trauma it's not necessarily talked about people have a great facade of hiding things other than other people it's always a saying that that people tend to wear their feelings on their sleeves sometimes i have done that in the past so i've worked around how not to do that but just use my pain as to educate others and you know yeah i encourage you use your pain as an experience for others to learn from mm-hmm. such as uh jesus did um yeah i just compared you to jesus that just happened. it was at this moment that he knew he <laughs> fucked up yeah. but trying to think next question next question next question what would you say was your greatest challenge when you first became like um, a mental health enthusiast? And what was one of your 
greatest accomplishments. So challenging accomplishments. Yeah. I'm going to start with the challenge first. My greatest challenge was just trying to figure out how to approach someone that, that I know is maybe seems suicidal and just trying to figure out how to formulate that question with asking that, but making them comfortable at the same time, okay. letting them know that I'm there for them. So I, I feel like that was a great challenge for me because I didn't know how to address that because with me, if I was going through that experiences, I, with that experience, I would probably be hesitant with someone coming towards me, asking me that, especially if that person don't talk to me on a day-to-day basis. So yeah. just figuring out how to best approach someone who may be showing signs of um, suicide just figuring out uh, helpful resources that can help them, you know, suicide or, you know, um, navigate through those things and to know that suicide is not the answer. Even though it's hard, Yeah, um, I think it may be like an illness uh, that people don't really see as an illness, but it, it is. And the main thing with it is just people just need somebody to talk to that's not going to judge them or go talk about them after they don't confide in them about something, you know, and use it against them or something. Because most times that'd be the cases with that. Especially yeah, that, young that's a lot of reason why not a lot of reason but i believe i found that they the studies say that some people do commit suicide is because of they feel that they are being judged and they also the reason why they don't reach out is mainly because they don't want to be judged whether they feel like that person would judge them or not or let's say i do trust you and i don't feel like you'll judge me but then if you tell someone else, then that person would judge me. Like, so judging is a major factor. And I preach that on this podcast often. Like, don't judge people. Like, you have to This a lot of people hold a standard for other people. And they just feel like that's just the way of life. And anything out of that is weird, strange. It's not right. So if they don't have mental health issues or certain mental health issues or certain physical ailments, they won't understand or try to have empathy for other people who do have certain issues which is the judging part which is like it's okay like people are not the same we're all different we're taller we're shorter we're wider we're thinner like we're like some are smarter than others that's just the way of life it's the way it is but you shouldn't judge people or be condescending towards people just based on that we should because we still need each other I'm pretty sure a scientist would still need maybe me. I don't know, for some weird reason. Like, because I'm a mover for a living. Like, you have these, you have physically able people. We, we've we moved for people who are bodybuilders for a living. Um, doctors, like people who make plenty of money. But sometimes a mover is needed. Like, you go to a gas station, unless you have gas at your house. Other we People in society, we need each other. And we have to remember that yeah, and not try to down each other, push them to the side, feel like we're better than one another. And yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to that saying you got to crawl before you walk. And yeah. then being practicing mindfulness too. You don't know what stones everybody is carrying. So just be mindful how you treat people. Don't know what stones everybody's carrying. You got that right. Um, a lot of people, we, on another flip side of that, is which isn't still in the same thing you don't know what people are going through and on top of that you don't always have to compare what other people are going through compared to what you're going through 
like i'm sure this happened to you i'm not sure how often it happens if they are if they have been through like some struggles or some troubles and it's like three of them talking next thing you know if you play pay close attention it was like yeah i went through this with this person and then this happened like oh yeah and then this happened to me at this job like it's like they feel like they're comparing stories just so that they can feel each other's pain but if you just pay close attention it's almost like they're just trying to top each other's pain and it's like all right like i get it but now where are we going with this are we making any progress (laughs) are we trying to are we trying to learn from these mistakes or from these past experiences or are we just trying to top each other's pain and flaws and whatnot yeah i can get that and that goes back into coping strategies everybody cope different and so we just gotta find that like bridge that gap and finding like like, uh healthy coping strategies because sometimes coping can be dysfunctional too yeah and that becomes how we are raised by our parents or whoever we may be raised about raised from and you know it's like the same uh, another thing i got a lot of metaphors but it's give like, them uh, out let's hear them all very poor choice of words <laughs> kids model what they see and so adults tend to do that too because some of the trauma that you have endured in your childhood it transcends into your adulthood too and so and now it's being more it comes out more in your adulthood yes like it shows up a lot more because it's, it's been buried so long and sometimes it comes out when um, you get angry about something uh, and that goes back to those uh, suppressed emotions it's not good to keep things um, inside because that creates a trauma within and you know like that causes an effect on the physical part of your body so remember I said it's like the mental and then it's the physical so yeah internalizing the things they cause an effect to the physical physical part of your body because say like stress stress can kill you like i was telling you before um we had a conversation before i wasn't very vocal about the things that i go through because you know i always had that mindset well i'm just gonna figure out how to deal with it on my own but i can't do it on my own everybody needs somebody so like i was telling i had a stroke back in on on july 4th and out of nowhere, um, this happened. I figured out what the issue was. It was all the stress that I was putting on myself and and burning a lot. So I had to figure out a healthy regimen to get me back on track, you know, to um, better help myself. And so that's go back one of the designs that I help have on my um, store: um, self care and soul care. Self care and soul care. I like to whisper too. When people talk, talk about practicing self-care, it's not all the fancy vacations and everything and the spa treatments. That's good and everything, but what you're going to do about the inside? The outside looks good, but what you're going to do about the inside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's comes with the self-care. I agree. A lot of people don't take the time to self-reflect or meditate, pray, other things within that nature to take care of their internal their soul their spirit or their mental like they just material things basically is what that mostly was they uh whatever money can buy to get them to enjoy now that's what they will do rather than other things but then you have some that do both 
but yeah balance yeah and and that goes to bad to being burned out and you know people may not do those things intentionally that's just the barrier that they interface on a daily a day-to-day basis like with teacher shortages and everything and then trying to work three jobs and then trying to t- go back home and take care of your family as well and then if you say if you go to school on the side too mm. then doing a business all that can be just troublesome on some on one person so it just all that comes into effect that yeah. that causes the trauma it can cause trauma on your body at the same time in that way overworking yourself not getting enough rest mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a lot of, it's, they're all and like you said they're all connected like so if you don't take care of one it can affect the other and it's a cascading effect domino effect rather it's not a good feeling but sometimes like life says which which I, I, I hate this but it's so true sometimes people have to learn the hard way because you can tell them give them the whole blueprint layout show them the videos of all the people that made the wrong, wrong decisions and why they shouldn't make these decisions and then they'd be like okay alright and then they would still have to sometimes learn the hard way because I don't know if all people or most people or just maybe some of us are just rebels by nature <laughs> um, I know that was the case for me growing up just, just alright so don't do this because this will happen because he did this and that happened to him got you but maybe he didn't do it right like i don't don't, like it's the rebel it was the rebel in me but now i'm at a point like all right don't do this because what got you has it been tried other ways i mean i'm not gonna try it i'm just i'm just saying just curious i'm not gonna do it i'm not risking my life i'm not risking my injury i gotta work in the morning like (laughs) i'm not trying to hurt myself but i mean i guess i can understand that Sorry. Yeah, and that made me thought about uh, the basketball player Kobe Bryant, the mama mentality. It's all about your perspective and how you view things in life. Yes, that affects a lot of people's decisions too, and how they react to everything. Yeah, mama mentality. I didn't really start liking Kobe until after he retired, and then once he retired, I was just kind of obsessed with him because of his thought process how he approached the game of basketball how he approached life and everything and it's not because i had anything against kobe it was i'm a new york knicks fan and the nets fan so it's like if you don't play for my knicks or my nets or i don't like discover hear about you before you become like this great player i don't i don't care about you that much and kobe was that for me i didn't care what after he retired i was like yeah, he's a goat. Bruh. Let's just <laughs> look into everything. And the mama mentality got me. Started playing basketball more, doing training drills that he he did, actually. I, did, I call it the mama mentality training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his whole thought process is, yeah, I think he has a children's book, which is, I haven't read it yet, but it's actually on the way. I ordered it already, which I feel excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny that you bring up mama mentality. And I'm like, yeah, I got his children's book on the way. Yeah. I used to play basketball, but I wasn't very, you know, keen in because I really didn't take it serious. But, you know, but I was always a good defensive player, though. Oh, yeah. I that's, that's all that matters. But, that's, yeah. that defense win games. <laughs> I mean, you got to score. Yeah. but <laughs> If you can't stop the other team from scoring, you're not going to have a chance. Mm-hmm. How long did you play basketball? It was only 
in middle school and then I did AAU. I tried, I tried out in high school, but I ended up just being the basketball manager. Um, and then when going to Voorhees, I tried out there. I made it to the second trial, but after that, I just kind of like, well, I'll try something else. Because I did track and cross country too. Yeah. I was always good at um, running, so I've been a distant runner. So. Oh, I hated running distance. I remember <laughs> at Voorhees, because I was on the track team, signed up for a track scholarship. Don't know where the cross country came from, but we had a cross country meet. And I was like, all right, y'all have a cross country meet. Have fun with that. And coach was like, well, uh, before the meet, we're going to have to run 3.1 miles to see what everyone runs and train for it. And I'm saying, like, what do you mean everyone? You're on the track team, you're on the cross country team. Oh, what? What? I made sure I walked at least 60% of that 3.1 miles to have the worst time ever. 2,000 years later. <laughs> and then he, Coach Jackson still was like, yeah, you're going to the cross-country meet this weekend. Nope. Long and behold, <laughs> I'm like, it's Friday. What was it, Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. And he was like, I got to wake up Saturday morning. I was just up. It was like two in the morning. It was like, don't you got to meet tomorrow? I said, yeah, I'm going to make sure I oversleep so I don't have to go. It was like, wow. It was like, you could just go to sleep and just say you overslept. I was like, yeah, but I don't like the lie. <laughs> so I went to sleep at like four in the morning and turned my phone off. And I woke up at like 11. And I turned my phone on and had like eight missed calls. Rise, motherfucker. Yeah. Never went to that cross country meet. That was shown. Never went to another either. I still I didn't do the four years, but I, I'm glad I had that experience though. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't have the experience to run long distance. <laughs> Wouldn't have been able to do it. Mm-mm. I really don't understand the whole point of that story. <laughs> Yeah, working on my life. If I had another question, I think I would have ran it by now. Ash, if Ash was here, she would have ran another question by now. But she's not. She's she's a loser. But yet, I love her. Liar! It's not her fault, really. It's it's her phone company. Who? I'm not gonna blame her phone company. I got the same company, and I don't want them to shut me up. So never mind. I don't know who I'm gonna blame. Don't blame no. Nobody. Don't blame anybody. It's just it's just the situation. It's what it is. Which is probably one of the hardest things you could tell yourself, honestly. But it's the realization of the situation. It is what it is. If if it's out of your control, you can't really worry about it too much. Yeah, things happen. Yeah, you keep running a scenario in your head like, oh, uh, it's not working. Well. It's not working. It's not working. That's like, that's insanity. Like, you're trying to find a different result and you know you're not going to get it because you can't. You know that, literally, but you just refuse to admit defeat, which is not defeat. It's just admitting it is what it is. Yeah. It's easy yet it's so hard. It's sometimes that's hard for people who don't like to fail too. 
Yeah, but it's not failure, and that's and that's where the perspective comes into so people, play. People view it as failure sometimes because I, I was like that once, but um, agreed. I had to learn the hard way, you know. Yeah, learn but, the hard way, man. That sucks, but hey, it's the way of life. Apparently, learning the hard way. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not going to learn everything the easy way. You can't. You, all right, you think you have the brain capacity to learn everything the easy way, but you don't. So prepared for the things you'll learn the hard way, and life should be easier to deal with, right? Yeah, that's the hope. Right. Well, that's all the questions we have. We're definitely gonna try to get you back when Ash is here, so this could be a more unified conjunction. Sometimes I just pull words out the air. I don't even know if unified conjunction was the right word to use in that situation. I would. It Google. sounds cool. Sounds cool. <laughs> Well, all right. Thank you for joining our unified conjunction of trusted source and signing off. Hi, I'm Leah. I'm the owner and artist behind my Etsy shop, Art by Leah Parts. My shop offers one of a kind handmade earrings and pins, portraits, and custom pieces of your choice. Check out my work on Instagram and my Etsy shop, Art by Leah Parts. Thank you for your support. Uh, Leah, hello. What about the pod? Oh, I did the cover art. But what about a podcast shout out, maybe? Boy, bye. You only get 30 seconds. Are you serious? That's the whole 30 seconds. Big shout out to Nessa for joining us on Trusted Source Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. She was greatly appreciated. Drop some gems, drop some doms, giving knowledge nuggets. You know how we do. Once again, for the 19th time, Ash D is not here, but the show must go on, so it is what it is. I still love you, girl. I mean that. Liar! Whatever. So. That doesn't even make any sense. This is weird. I'm going to do these segments without her. Make it make sense where Ash D talks about something that don't make no motherfucking sense to her. But this time, we're going to kick it over to Trust Lee and something that don't make any fucking sense to me. Doesn't even make any sense. Uh, it makes sense this time because now it's my go around. So, why do, let's say, I don't know how to say this. I'm trying to think about it. Don't commit to something you don't want to do. Like, if person A asks you for a ride to the store on Monday at six o'clock, you say, okay. Then you go get them, you take them to the store. Like, for one, don't complain about it. You already said yes. Once you said yes, that's what you said. Now you made a commitment. On top of that, if he said 6 o'clock on Monday, don't show up at 6.09 or 5.59 because let's say he had to be there at 6. If, if that's what he said, you got to account for that time. People are very selfish so they will make a commitment to someone else but still try to keep it within their own range of restrictions in how they want to operate which is i guess okay in some scenarios but not in this type of scenario like you can't tell somebody yeah i got you on that ten dollars they asked you you said yes now they're expecting and depending on your ten dollars which life isn't fair things aren't promised understandable but you want to be a part of that reason why life isn't fair 
Like, it doesn't make sense. If you say you would give them $10, just give them the $10 or her the $10 and keep it moving. Don't have them expecting or hoping you're going to live up to a promise you made or a commitment and not uphold your end of the bargain. It's just not fair to people. But once again, life isn't fair, but shouldn't make it right. I don't know who the hell that was. Random voice. Well, that's making it make sense. Good luck making that make sense to me. People are just selfish and that's what I can think about it. Maybe I'm wrong. Basically, what I'm saying is honor your commitments. Action speaks louder than words. So when you speak, make sure your actions are way louder than what you just said. All right. Power surge of the week. I went to a Chinese buffet and they give out these fortune cookies. Shout out to the China buffet out here in Clearwater. Don't remember the name of it. Don't ask me. Sorry, guys. Again, the fortune cookie fortune read, to think is easy. To act is difficult. To act as one thinks is the most difficult of all. That's, um, that can go in anything. Action speaks louder than words, what I just said. Um, to this podcast. This podcast is about six dimensions of health. Trying to improve financially, trying to make sure you budget right, invest right, spend your money wisely, learn about real estate, learn more about careers, emotional dimension, mental, all the other dimensions, physical, working out, sleeping. So we are trying to help people to get a better understanding of the six dimensions as well as learn ourselves and grow and thrive. That's like our motto, learn, grow and thrive. So we can't be up here talking about how to better our life when we're not even attempting to do what we're saying, our own words, our own thoughts, basically, because right now people's thoughts are just their words, what people type on the Internet, whatever they say to you, however they text you. And they'll like, you know how people say, oh, I love you, but minute the relationship ends or the minute shit hits the fan you see where that love really is so they really weren't acting as they believed to think is easy to act is difficult so they they were acting what they believe was easier for them to act as because act as one as one thinks is most difficult of all like you know you don't love that person but you fake it because it seems easy but if you know you don't love them and you show them the real it feels difficult but it makes it easier in the end game i guess shout out to end game love that movie uh yeah that's my power search of the week to think is easy to act is difficult to act as one thinks is the most difficult of all shout out to fortune cookies hey he don't even have his license lisa this is probably the only time. Hey, he don't even have his license, Lisa. That the segment actually makes sense because it says he doesn't even have his license. I got that because Ash is my like my little brother, so Ash is a he, but it's a she. But now it's about me, and I'm actually a he. Yeah, I should just scrap this whole episode. I'm just talking to myself, and it sounds so fucking weird. But it is what it was, and it was what it is. Where's my... Oh, let me light my blunt. Maybe that'll put me back in the right space. Alright. Unlicensed therapy is when you get some 
therapeutic instruction from an unlicensed professional. In this case, trust Lee. Uh, my unlicensed therapy, since it's probably going to be my only one. Smoke weed every day. Uh, yeah. That's uh, really all I can say. Like, you, people stress about so much, but if you really just smoke weed every day, I feel like things would be so much better. Like, just not 100% better, but, you know, 10% better, 20% better. S- some people may overdo it. Don't overdo it. Smoke within your budget. Smoke within your means is in your mental space. You got people who smoke and go work. That's fine. You got people who can smoke and can't get up out of bed. Know your limitations on alcohol, marijuana, whatever your substance is. And yeah, everyone can't smoke. All right. Let's put that out there. Everyone can't smoke, but it's not for everybody. And in certain situations, like I said, it's not for everybody. You can't smoke, go to work and expect to act normal all the time. Not everybody can do that. Some potheads can but yeah, my unlicensed therapy, which is my last unlicensed therapy ever because it says smoke weed every day. I can't believe I really made that my unlicensed therapy. Smoke weed every day. All right, all right, all right. That's it. Now for the dimensional tip. We give a dimensional tip. I can't believe I'm doing this whole episode alone. Ash, you're going to kill me when you hear this, but <sighs> life isn't fair. Now I have to give an emotional tip. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Emotional tip. Your boy's going through a breakup, y'all. A week and a half or two weeks. I don't even know at this point. I'm just so happy to be single, to be real. Because what I realized before I got in a relationship is, yes, it's my emotional tip. Before I got in a relationship, I realized, I literally said, I'm not ready for a relationship. I said to her, I'm not ready for a relationship. And we still got in one and then I realized not like I wasn't ready. I was more ready than I thought, though, but still not 100 percent ready, which who knows if you'll be 100 percent ready. But she definitely wasn't ready. And things basically ended the way they were supposed to. And my emotional tip is know yourself, love yourself and be full in control or at least knowledgeable of who you are before you can give yourself to someone else. Yeah, it's like, how do you expect to handle someone else's problems when you can't even handle your own? You, my Angelo has a saying, would you accept a shirt? No, don't accept a shirt off of someone who walks up to you naked or something like that. I just butchered the quote, but it makes sense. So someone walks up to me naked and they, hey, here's a shirt. You butt ass naked, dude. Dick out, ass cheeks, all. Bro, this is weird. You're mooning me without mooning me. But you want me to. I'm not taking that shirt. Where that shirt been? So, yeah, how can someone love you if they don't even love themselves? How can I give you clothes if I don't have clothes on myself? But that's my emotional tip. That's the episode. So nervous. I'm shaking over here. I'm looking around for Ash. She's not here. I miss her. I think I'll be all right, though. This is the disrespectful sound effected episode, but it is what it was. Thanks for tuning in to the Trusted Source. Make sure you follow us. 
the credits are already in the outro that I'm about to add on to the end of this episode in the edits. See, I can't think straight without Ash. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Thank you for listening to The Trusted Source. If you've made it this far, I'm going to go ahead and assume you liked it. Yep. Assuming. Anyway, share an episode, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a review and the like. We appreciate it. And then go ahead and tag your mama and them, your bitch ass baby daddy and them, your cousins and them, everybody. Tag them, like it, share it, support. Appreciate it. And remember to be yourself. Learn, grow, and thrive. If people don't like you, if you're being yourself, fuck them. <laughs>